From the Duck South Studios in Oxford, Mississippi. We're mass communicating. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. This is the End of the Line Podcast, powered by DuckSouth.com. I give it a, uh, a 10. A 10. Sweep the leg. You have a problem with that. And now, here's your host, Rocky LaFleur. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. Also starring Josh Webb, Jake LaTondras, Rob Kroon, David Ellis, and Ramsey Russell. Showtime. Right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Showtime, everybody! Showtime! Welcome to the End of the Line Podcast. I'm Rocky LaFleur in the Duck South Studios, traveling down Highway 6, headed back to Oxford, Mississippi. Joining me, because it's Monday, Rob Kroom. Rob, you feel like a bear after this past weekend? You got poked a lot. Yeah, I think the... I think I saw somewhere where somebody said that uh, the bear is in the transfer portal. <laughs> so I'm assuming I'm in a Patrick Wells, Patrick Wells are good buddies, right? Yeah, he's my homeboy. He 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 messes with me a lot, and it's okay. I mean, yeah, look, I want to see Mississippi State play Memphis, and then them get back to me and tell me how awesome, you know, how good they are. I'm going to tell you what, man. There's going to be some crying going on this year, buddy. Some of these SEC teams are trash. SEC is not strong at all. Let me tell you what I did, just because I'm honest about it, and I don't care what people think most of the time. All right, so anyway, you know, I always get on my first quarter, first half on Bama. It's like a ritual, okay? Well, I kept reading about all the injuries and how Moses was out, and I had some kids suspended and all this and that and and that's fine i mean bama's deep enough to where that's fine but when i turned the game on and i saw steve sarkeesian in there and they said yeah alabama's new offensive coordinator steve i went oh my god i'm screwed it's over so they played like crap the first two halves because he was running freaking like counters and just not even letting their athletes do anything so I had to live bet to make my money back, but uh, yeah, I had a good weekend uh, in my little in my little sports book there. Uh, didn't lose a game until Alabama. Would have been a good week for Grayson guarantees, but uh, yeah, they're gonna have to get better. I hope Saban's in their ass right now, buddy. See, I don't. You know, everybody's picking about Ole Miss. Ole Miss is freshman loaded. I mean, top to bottom. Besides having a few. You know, there's not but three real contributors from that two, 2016 class on Ole Miss's team. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Seventeen. Where you? I don't. I think. I think there's like four, and the rest of them are like freshmen or junior college transfers. So, what? From what I saw, what I am disappointed about is offensive line play and the quarterback. I thought the quarterback was going to be a little bit more ready. Yeah, I did too. And the um, the thing about it is, is that I thought Memphis was going to beat us by twenty or you know twenty, twenty three, something like that. So I was kind of actually impressed. I'm not a moral victory guy, like these Tennessee and Mississippi State fans. But 
you know, I, I, I'm going to say that it's not near as bad as I thought it was, or Memphis played bad one, which we, we'll find out eventually. But, um, you know, got hey, our, let me Arkansas ask you this. Were, all right, well, let me ask you this. Were you more surprised that Memphis beat Ole Miss or that Louisiana Lafayette scored 28 on Mississippi State? Uh, I knew Memphis State was going to beat us. I knew that from the get-go. I had There was no doubt in my mind. Um, they just had too many parts in the system that were the same from years past. Look, man, you can't go changing coordinators with the amount of practices they have and the amount of information these kids have to learn so fast. It, I don't care who you are. I don't. That's why I don't know how Alabama does it. When you start changing coordinators and, and, and coaches come in and go and come in and go, and new systems and new systems, it's hard on these kids. And like you said about them being young, it's hard to get up to speed. You know, the speed of the game is so much faster. And, you know, you're not running 50 plays like you are in high school. You know, you, you've got book notebooks full of them. So I, I didn't expect us to even I, – I really was surprised we even covered. I, I wouldn't have bet that game with your money. But um, I, I was pretty impressed with the way they played the second half. I don't think it's all doom and gloom. You know, people need to realize that this this right now, right now is when we're getting hammered from the NCAA. It wasn't like, you know, yeah, we lost, we had the bowl ban and stuff, but right now is when you're seeing the effects of the recruits, you know, the recruiting being cut back and, and you're seeing the effects of the punishment happen now. So, I, oh, the, no, the, I'm not. The max, the, yeah, the maxed out credit card due is due. Right. And, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not a huge Matt Luke fan. I like him as a person. I, I went to school with him. I know Matt, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know if he's going to be – he may be our only choice right now, and I'm fine with that. I mean, he hired two good coordinators. Let's see how that works out. But until we get through this rough patch from what happened, you know, it's not going to get better until we just get, you know, get through it. And it may never get better. I mean, hell, when I was in school, I thought six and six was a, I mean, hell, I thought six and six was, I mean, just awesome. And we had all kinds of good players. You know, you win eight games in the West. I mean, you know, it'd be nice to be in the East this year. Woo. Uh, let's talk for a second. Brought it up a little bit. Louisiana Lafayette. University of Louisiana scored 28 points on Mississippi State. And, you know, for those guys to be talking trash about the Ole Miss game and them losing, I'd be a little worried about Southern Miss this weekend. Southern Miss isn't bad. I wouldn't like – I don't like playing Southern Miss. I I wouldn't like them on my schedule. There's nothing to gain there. I mean, if you're going to play somebody like that, go play, like, Georgia State or somebody. I mean, don't play somebody that has – that wants to beat you because, you you know, you went through the recruitment and the camps with all those kids, you know all those kids, and then you get shunned and have to go to Southern, which I don't mean that in a bad way. Southern's a huge school. It's twice as big as State and Ole Miss, I guess. But, I mean, you know, let's be honest. I mean, there's a lot to lose there. Oh, it is. Like I said, and they got that Do they still have that good quarterback down there at Southern, that kid that we recruited real hard? Uh, uh, I think this is his last year. Yeah, so they've got a kid that knows the system, and the Goonies head character obviously does not have a clue where he is. Does he even know he's in Mississippi? Does he know? When I look at that guy, I think I could be totally wrong. He may be the best coach to ever live, 
But when I look at him, I, the first thing I think of, this guy doesn't even know where he is. Like, he, he's the guy that goes to the grocery store, and when you walk in Kroger, the produce is right there on the right, okay? It's right there. He's the guy that walks in and asks the greeter where the produce is. He's got to be. Like, he looks – like, I cannot look at that guy and take him seriously. I, who hired him? Like, who thought that was going to be a good idea? And I know our coaching good, and who knows what's going on in Knoxville. That's a dumpster fire. I don't – I mean, I don't know. Like, LSU look good. Bama, once Saban got in them at halftime, they look good. They're going to be fine. You know, Auburn – if they're the, Gus Malzahn is the luckiest – he's the luckiest human to ever live. He's got to be. So, have you, you got these teams – like, I ask – you bring this up. I ask you, have you ever seen anybody as fast and take a beating as number seven on Oregon did? Is and no. did take – No. I, I, I feel he's – there's he's got to be hurt bad. Outside of Dexter so, McCluster, I don't think I've ever seen anybody play the game that fast. It was like, it was like a video game, watching a video game. Yeah, he he's he's crazy fast, and McCluster, I, holy crap! But anyway, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what other games I didn't watch. I don't care about Kentucky. I didn't watch them. Whatever with them. Um, watched Auburn. Didn't watch Georgia Bandy because I mean, let's be honest. Whatever. Uh, watched, of course, Bama. Us, uh, Auburn, LSU. Right. I didn't get to watch much. I want to. I want to. You, you brought up Tennessee also. I'm gonna propose a story, and I want your opinion on something. All right. So all the Tennessee fans, just like you said, man, dumpster fire. They were really hurting Saturday and Sunday. So. A co-host of the show, Jake Latondres, made a post that, man, this is the lowest of lows. And I didn't think anything about it, man. I just thought, you know, when, when I think about Tennessee losing to Georgia Southern, I think about Ole Miss 2010 losing to uh, Jacksonville State. And I thought that that was the low, but no, it went on. It, was, it actually got worse. The next year, Hugh Freeze came in and revived the program. I said, you know, if it can happen at Ole Miss, it can happen at Tennessee. Well, somebody jumped in that post and said, you know, it can be revived. If it happens, if it can be revived at Ole Miss, it can be at Tennessee also. Some guy jumps in the post and he says, son, I don't know if you know the history of Tennessee football, but it's the greatest in the world. Tennessee Whoa. football. Whoa. Well, I mean, you know, if you think Tennessee football is the greatest in the world, then why hadn't they done anything since 1998? They went to the SEC championship, I think, in 07 or somewhere around there and got beat by LSU. But let's be honest. They have enough money to do whatever they want to. They have a bunch of money, and they have six states that touch right there where they are to recruit from. They can go and recruit in Florida if they want to. So for them to act like they're so good, and then get beat by a team that went ten and, or two and ten last year. You can kiss my fat ass. Y'all suck. It's not getting better, and it's not gonna get better. The Mormons are coming in there Saturday, and they're gonna whoop their ass too. It doesn't make sense. You can't you can't watch a game, you can't watch a game like that and think that you can improve in six days or seven days enough 
to play a team like BYU that is disciplined. It's not going to happen. When Georgia State is knocking your D-line and your offensive line off their feet, you have problems. I don't care who it is. This isn't the NFL. Like, that's what everybody – that's what it gets everybody confused because the NFL, you can play one game on Sunday and get demolished. In the next game, you can win because the superior athletes, they understand the game. And, you know, every, every – but Tennessee is screwed. They're – they're in trouble, and I, I don't know that. I, I, I don't know. But let me, let me, so he says that you know Tennessee football, man. Don't even try to compare it to Ole Miss football. We've never been anything like Ole Miss. All right, so I, I, I baited a hook and put it in the water just to see if he would catch on. I said, well, you know what. I said, I don't think that I ever compared the two. I just said, I know where you where you are. I've been there. That's all I was trying to say with my comment. I've been there. Right. I'm compassionate. Right. I'm empath- sympathetic to where you are in life with football. So no, no, they don't get it. They, they, no, yeah. No, they don't understand that. <laughs> they still think in this imaginary, whatever, this naive slash crazy, like, foaming at the mouth fan base they have. It's crazy. Like, right. you can't. See if you agree with you this. See if, you, see if you agree with this. So I baited a hook and put it in the water. I said, well, if you're going to cut Ole Miss down like that, and I put Ole Miss in capital letters, I said, you you have a lot, a, a debt of thanks that you owe us. So, and left it open-ended like that. So, of course, within like 30 seconds, he comes back, what What the hell do we owe, owe, owe Ole Miss? I'm like, what do you owe Ole Miss? You owe Ole Miss, a, you know, you're, you're, you'd be short a national championship if it wasn't for Ole Miss. Now, a lot of you are sitting there thinking, well, when did Tennessee play Ole Miss and Tennessee win the national championship because of Ole Miss? It has nothing to do with that at all. I ask you, Rob Crew. I ask you, Rob Kroom, think about this for a second. Cooper Manning does not get hurt on the Ole Miss practice field. Where's Peyton Manning? Where's Peyton Manning's statue? Ole Miss. Oh, it is. 100%. You cannot get them to understand it. Ole Miss does not go on probation the year before Peyton uh, graduates. Where's Peyton Manning's statue? That's right, Oxford. 100% without a doubt. His statue is sitting right in front of Vault Hemingway Stadium if none of those scenarios happen. Him and Cooper are playing together without a oh, doubt. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's crazy. And, I mean, I just, you know, it's almost like you can tell them or you can type something or you can – like, I, you know, I live right in the middle of them, okay? And, one of, and Rusty, like, he, he's the biggest Tennessee fan ever. He's got the swimming trunks, the flip-flops, the pajamas, all that stuff. And he told me uh, uh, Saturday or Sunday, he said, man, he said, it's, it's, it's going to be tough. And he, he pretty much just said, you know, it's over for a while. And he's one of the biggest fans I know. I don't know what the rest of these booger eaters are going to do, but they are going to have a long year, buddy. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. Like my my small my little twin, he loves Tennessee, and my big twin likes Ole Miss. But anyway, so I asked him. I said, JG, what's up? 
I said, well, what do you think about the game? He didn't even care. He said, well, he said, I don't know. He said, the blue team beat us, Daddy. I said, yeah, yeah, they did. And I didn't want to get into it with him because I've been there. So, I don't know. I, I think it was a bad loss. I still think the worst loss in Tennessee history, in my opinion, was, as a matter of fact, who you were talking about when Peyton lost to Memphis. That that game, oh, man. That, was a no, oh, that was a November game. And they had – I can't remember the exact situation, but my dad did not talk for three days. I mean, I, I, I ne- I'll never forget it. Now, I know the Georgia State thing is bad, but it happens. They weren't ready. They look terrible. They suck on O-line. They suck on D-line. They don't – their quarterback sucks. Like, I, I don't – Quarterback. Whatever, awesome. man. They, oh, he's terrible. Terrible. I can't say his name or I try, but – Guantanamo Bay or whatever it is, but yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, you know, it's just, it's just what it is. Uh, they're gonna suck, and I hate it for everybody. Arkansas is so bad. Oh my God, I don't know. Like, does Chad Chad Morse tell their, all the alumni and all the on his press conference every day that he's only used like thirty percent of his plays? What is he doing with the other seventy percent? Like, what 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 are you saving them for? That's like going. It's like going to hunting and having like six boxes of shells, and all your buddies are just beating that, just shooting everything, and you're just shooting one at a time. And they're like, "What are you doing, man?" Oh, I'm just, I just want to shoot one. Like nobody <laughs> does that. If you're, if you're that good, and you're that good at calling plays, run the playbook. Like I don't care if your team sucks and you don't have talent. At least run the playbook. You know you're gonna get fired if it doesn't get better. Yeah, you're making three million a year, but what's gonna happen when you get canned? You're going to end up in Georgia State at Valdosta or somewhere. I mean, I don't know. I don't get it, man. I, I don't understand it. But I'm glad that there, it's nice seeing some teams suck, like Tennessee. And Mississippi State's going to suck. They can say what they want. Ole Miss sucks. We know that, Ola. Um, Arkansas sucks, whatever. But I just I just don't know where, like, I, what do people think? Like, what, how do you, like, do you have to be that? Naive to think that Tennessee is gonna like, like oh, I won the conference loss. Like, what do you do you really think they're gonna win four or five games after that? I mean, who are no. they gonna beat? Who are they gonna beat? Portland State almost beat them. If you really, everything that I've read and seen about that game, they almost lost that game. They should have lost the game, just like Mississippi State. If they wouldn't have kicked that field goal. They, whoever they played, the Cajuns would have had the ball and run down the field and scored because they couldn't stop them. So, I mean, it's it's okay. Like, look, it's the first week. There's a lot of overreactions. Everybody's going to bet LSU this week because they think they're going to kill Texas. It's an overreaction thing always, especially with betting. But there's no way you could tell me I'm overreacting by saying that Tennessee's not going to win four games. I, I haven't even seen their schedule. And I don't care to say that. It's going to be under five for sure. Worst cut down of the football season is being an underdog to Ole Miss. And I, I'm not. Ole Miss is in a, a tough touch, place. But, but a, a touchdown. touchdown in, a field, in a field goal. I mean, an extra point. A touchdown in an extra point favorites on Tuesday when the line comes out. That is, I, that is horrible. That's horrible. And Arkansas has always got our number, fourth and 25. I mean, I remember the seven-overtime game. I, I mean, they've always got our number. So, yeah, I think I think they'll cover, but that's just because we suck. And I know they're terrible. Look, I get it. 
but we will find a way to either almost lose or make it interesting. It's going to be a hell of a pillow fight. I cannot wait. I'm surprised it's not a primetime game as bad as we suck. It's got to be a close game. So I don't know. I'd like to see what the what our coordinators do in the next couple of weeks. Like not this week, but give us like let us get into the schedule and get four or five weeks and get these kids playing. You know, understanding the system and getting these young kids that that are good. They will get better and they'll start playing better. And I want to see what happens then. I'm not worried about now. I'm not worried about Memphis State. Memphis State's a good team. I want to see what happens in three or four or five weeks. And then, 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 you, then we can be like, okay, well, give us a couple of years, and we'll see what happens, or you know, whatever. But if we still play like that in four weeks, boy, I'd but like I gotta, to add. I gotta, I, 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 I'd like to add. I do realize that Peyton Manning did not win the national championship at Tennessee, but recruiting, this guy had the gall to tell me that. Yeah, I'd say that recruiting went up the last few years, the two or three years that Peyton, shoot, Peyton started as a freshman. But a lot of people came to Tennessee to play with Peyton that would have been seniors and juniors on that team. Look, Rocky, I had to live through this, okay? I had to live through this whole thing. My whole family went to Tennessee, okay? I had to live through all this. I had to hear about it. Hell, I'm still hearing about it. Okay, first of all, Peyton didn't win a national championship, and I don't want to hear about it. Like, T. Martin comes in and wins the whole thing because of Clint Stoner or whatever his name is. Like, don't – I mean – Stumble. The Stoner Stern or whatever his name is. So, I don't know, man. I've just had to hear this, and you cannot – let me t- rephrase this. You cannot argue with a Tennessee fan. It's worse than arguing with Estes. You're not going to win. It's going to go nowhere. You might as well – Go to the park and watch ducks walk around and feed them bread because you're not going to win an argument, and they will not stop. They, they, they're never going to stop. So you might as well just look in the mirror and be like, you know what? I'm not going to do this today. I have, I have other things I can do. I can go to Baskin-Robbins and get me an ice cream cake. I can go to the corner store and get me a 40. Anything is better than trying to talk rational with these fans because they don't understand. I, is it too, uh, too early to judge LSU? Yes. Yeah, I know that. In, will we know something yeah. about them after this weekend? Yeah, and they've got the players. I just don't understand how how Orgeron can coach now, or his coach. I don't, I don't understand. I, I can't. I can't wrap my head around it. I didn't watch him play. I read and heard about it. Everybody's like, "Oh, they're they're incredible. They got players all. They've always had players on both sides of the ball. They're always talented. You know." We'll see what happens. I I think they'll beat Texas, but I want to see it. Like I want. I, I mean, I want to watch them play and see what you know what the deal is. I'm I'm not. I haven't even watched them, so I can't say. But that, like I said about earlier, the overreaction factor after week one in any football league, pro, high school, college, whatever, is always the highest. You think if you're a fan, you either think it's over, like Tennessee, or if you're LSU, you think you're winning the national championship. It's the first week, so. You got to keep that in mind. I mean, it's not, you know, that's what's going on. Right. All right that's look, why I don't really I care about something. Go ahead. Uh, off topic, real quick. Off topic, real quick. What do you compare posting dove kill pics to Facebook? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't think that that should be a. 
I mean, shouldn't you, shouldn't you kill doves every time you go? Why, why do you post eight doves? I mean, any guy can post eight dead doves. You find, you find the right tire line, you can kill 20 or 30 at a time. So do you have a problem with somebody you, on social me, media posting pictures of d- dead doves? Dude, I'm to the point now with social media that nothing surprises me. Like, I, at this point, no, I'm not. Because there's so many other horrible posts that it just blends in. I can't be upset with them. I mean, look, at least they're getting out of the house and stop playing Nintendo in their mother's basement to go shoot a, this international symbol of peace. You know? I, I mean, anytime you can go kill... 15 literally international symbol of peace birds legally that I'm all for it. But the picture thing, I mean, I took a picture, I took a picture and sent it to some buddies. What I should have done is put them on the log, but I didn't. Um, our hunt was crazy, man. I stole a band. This seven year old kid was sitting down beside me on the left and he shot one and I shot one right really either right before or right after they landed in the same spot. I said, I got it. I got it. Just shoot the next one. I ran out there and it was banded. I ripped that baby off, put it in my pocket. It was awesome. It was awesome. Oh, God. You don't have so much shit stirred up between everybody listening to this. Still in the seven-year-old. Well, it's, it's the truth. That kid, that seven-year-old didn't listen to the podcast. I'm not worried about that. What's he going to do? Come steal it from me back? I mean, it's mine. How does he know he shot it? How, how does he know that? So anyway, so not, not only not only did I steal a band this weekend on our uh, dove hunt, which I felt like I was in Argentina. I've never seen anything like it. I was oozing with my with my my oozer buddy, and we were in the great state of Arkansas, oozing away, man. It was awesome. You know when you you know when you when you're an oozer dove hunt and you you're you're pushing the limit. You, you probably pay more taxes in the state of Arkansas than most of the people that bitch about people coming into into Arkansas. Yeah, I probably do. I'm, sh- I'm sure I do, especially the booger eaters that actually don't understand economics and sit there and tell me that they don't need me or need us or anything. I mean, yeah, I probably do. I mean, I, I would like to see a study on it, but then I'd know how much money I spent on beer and food, and I'd probably be depressed and wouldn't be able to hunt anymore. But, yeah, no, I, I, I'm for sure that, I'm sure I do. Yeah, I, go, I went over there and, to dove hunt. And property taxes. Yeah, yeah, and that. But nobody seems to give a crap about that. That's no big deal. That's just, that's nothing. The guy that rips the mother-in-law suite from his mother and pays her $100 a month, he, he doesn't understand about property taxes yet. So, yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, bunch of booger-eating. I Man, it's unreal. But the dove hunt was incredible. Uh, it's one of the best dove hunts I've ever been on. Plus, I got a band, and uh, I don't know. I, I'm, you know, I don't think dove. I mean, I think you're putting. I think I understand what you're saying about the dove pictures, but you know, I I would rather. I mean, I'd rather see the dove pictures than these like the going back to school pictures. I'd rather. I'd rather you just take a picture with your hot girlfriend and put it on there in camo and flashy makeup i've I've noticed lately i've got a lot of friend requests and some of these uh dudes with their pitch their profile pictures with their girlfriend some of these chicks are hot i'm like you're getting a you're we're confirming this baby i don't don't know what it is 
I don't know what it is about dove season, but girls fix themselves up better for to go dove hunting than they do to go out on a a, a date. It's yeah, a nice yeah, place to eat. Yeah. Yeah, and when you start getting, well, first of all, you got to think of what we're getting into too. We're get we're fixing to get into the wedding season, and the fall when the you know clothes change, it's it, it's it's the best. And then spring's the same way when the sundresses and all the fancy stuff comes out. I don't know, um, I don't know what that's all about, but I like it. Oh Lord! But anyway, we're get we're getting into the season. I mean, you know, we're we're getting into the the wedding season and we're getting into you know the we're fixing to start seeing you know hot jeans and some we're fixing to change it up it's a good time it's a good time for sure but yeah i've got a lot my friend request what i started doing rocky and i'm sorry if this offends anybody but you know i'm like you i get a lot of the friend requests and you look at them and they got the picture they're kneeling down with their max five on and their dog and you know three woodies in front of them and stuff you know you get a lot of those which i, I appreciate it and i i mean i want to want to do it but what i've been doing is is what I, i've started going back as far as i can go to the request and if you if i still have a friend request from you after 50 weeks or 52 weeks then you're automatically getting friended you you stuck there that long and you, 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 you've been there. You've been there with me for that long. You deserve it. And so I've started going all the way back. Like, unless you're from Jackson or I know you personally, if I get a free request from you, it's probably going to be a year. But hey, if you can stick with me that long and not get pissed off about a podcast or something I say, then we're friends. And I'll just go through there, and everybody that's like 45 weeks and older, I just confirm every one of them because one. I know they're not ISIS because they would have already deleted them. And two, you've stuck with me, and I appreciate that. I still won't. I still don't friend request double name Facebook profiles. But if you have your name on your profile and you stuck with me for over, you know, eleven months, you're getting friended. And I go through there about once a week and start adding them, you know, based on how long they've been in the request file. And I, I think that's a good way to do it. You weed out we weed out the fake profiles and the and the and the ISIS people. So see my limit my limit's ten weeks. If if I hadn't friended you or in ten weeks, if it's ten weeks or older, I delete it. I don't confirm. No, no, no. You're you're going about it all the wrong way, dude. You got to stick with these people. You got to stay with them. And I, I I I mean, they haven't given up on you. You make it a year with a friend request. I mean, granted, nobody remembers that they even sent a friend request by that point. But I feel like I, I feel obligated that I feel like we need to be friends. I mean, that's a long time. I mean, hell, I've had best friends that hated me after six weeks, much less a year. I think that they ought to make uh, when you do, when you uh, delete somebody from your friend list, it should be public. Yeah, but I didn't like I didn't like when you added people and it was public. Like I I I mean, like you know I just don't understand. Old like, days, the old days. Yeah, like so and so and so and so are friends now. Woo! I, I just don't. I mean that that that, they, that was a bad feature. A hey, serious question: How does Rob Croom spend his time when you do get on social media? Break it up in a percentage for me: Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Facebook. Ooh. 
You forgot Snapchat. I don't do Snapchat. Of course you don't, Rocky. You don't eat at Chick-fil-A either. So, okay, so probably I'm going to say like 60, or let's say 50 Facebook. That's including Messenger because that's pretty much text now for me. So you got 50 with text, I mean with Messenger and Facebook. Then I'm going to say Twitter is probably my, Twitter's probably my favorite of all of them, especially during football season. For oh, sure. I agree. So I'm going to give Twitter probably a 20%, but only during football season. The rest of the time, if anything happens in the world and I need to know, I go straight to Twitter. I don't even mess with nothing else because it's, it's it'll be everywhere. Like I heard a rumor today that that Tennessee quarterback quit, so I went to Twitter and I didn't see anything, so I was like, no, it's not true. So Snapchat and Twitter, probably 20, so that puts me – I'm not big at – I mean, Instagram I try. You know, and like I get on there and I try to do it, but I just can't. I, I just can't. I can't get into it like the other ones. I like Snapchat because of the stories, which Instagram copied that and trying to do the same thing. And Facebook copied and did stories, and so you're like, whatever. I'm storied to death here. I know. I know you're at uh, Gatlinburg with your with your family going to the Tennessee game. I don't need to see a story about it, and you tell me about the Smoky Mountains. I know there's bears there. I don't need a history lesson. I've lived in Tennessee almost my whole life, and I've never been to the Smoky Mountains. I've never even been to Gatlinburg. I don't want to go. I go to Dolly World before I go there. I don't care about Gatlinburg. If I'm going to go to the mountains, I'm going to the real mountains. I'm going to Colorado or Jackson Hole or Big Sky or somewhere like that. I'm not going to the Smoky Mountains. Elevation's like 3,500 uh, 3, feet. What I give a crap about that? Yeah, I know there are bears there. I don't need to see you and your family walking around picnic feeding bears. So anyway, so yeah, so that that's where I am with that. But um, I got, a, I got so another question. All right, go ahead. It, it, is it is it okay that I cringe when I see videos coming out of Canada shooting these? Ju what do you call them? What do you call them? Ju juva? I can't even think of your word for it. Juvenile. Juvenile ducks. No, but you have a you have a word that you call it. But anyway, it, it kind of makes me cringe when I see videos coming out of Canada shooting these juvie ducks over spinners just a little bit. It's like, oof. Well, Am I wrong I mean, for that? I, get, I mean, I, you don't eat Chick-fil-A, Rocky. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm not a – I mean, I, look, you know, the, that's what's hurting duck hunting is everybody going up there and killing 600 ducks every time they go. And now there's so many people going, and people are like, well, I don't understand why they're not coming down here to Louisiana. Well, that's because they hunted in Canada from September to November and killed 50 billion of them. And they didn't, they didn't quit early to go to prime rib night. <laughs> uh, tell me the truth. Did you create that, did you create that meme that said, uh, the reason we have Hurricane Dorian is because <laughs> people liking the Popeye's chicken over Chick-fil-A. <laughs> that, that fits you so well. Yeah. I mean, I you know, there's been some really good memes. Uh, Don't mess with God. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. You know, you you re you don't truly truly know how anxious and and crazy people can get until you have a hurricane coming near you. I promise you, I've been through one. I was, went through Ivan in Orange Beach. That those things make people insane, like it, completely insane. 
because you got to sit there and watch it coming for two weeks. It's not like in Tennessee and Arkansas and Mississippi where you get a tornado and it knocks off, you know, it completely levels your neighbor's house and doesn't even knock off your dish. By God, you you sit there and watch a hurricane for two weeks and have to listen to Jim Cantori and then see all those people like acting like the wind's blowing them over. It makes you insane. That's why people have hurricane parties because they can't deal with it. Nobody can cope with it. It's the most it's the most stressful thing I've ever been through. Is waiting on a freaking hurricane to blow you away. <laughs> so that's that's why that's why people just get waste, wasted and you know just try to make it through it and just relocate to wherever you could go and just you know drink your drink till you party till you puke basically I don't know how else to say it and and I know that you saw the other one about you know the little kid playing baseball and he like walks from third to home. In a, and he's swinging his arms real, and he's moving really slow, like step by step. And it says, and it puts Hurricane Dorian over his face, and the coach is trying to push him along, and that's the weather channel. <laughs> Have you seen that one? No. There's so many good ones out there right now, like the SpongeBob ones and everything. I, I can't, I can't keep up with them. They're flying through the group chat, though. Right, listen, uh, I'm of, sorry. You know how much hell we're going to – for laughing about hurricane. Listen, the people in Bahamas it's, it have really been, been affected. Affected yeah. by it. We're not laughing at that. We're, we're laughing because that man, thing has just stopped. Uh, look, Rocky, if you live on a river, a lake, a beach, if you live on the water or somewhere that's suspect to flooding, high winds, or storms, then that's on you, buddy. If you see it coming and you don't leave – I'm sorry. That's on you. You knew when you bought that place that you could get blown away at any moment. And you're going to want me to feel sorry for you? No, I don't feel sorry for you. It, that's what happens when you live on the coast. You get hurricanes. It's part. I mean, it, it's not like they just started happening. It's been happening forever. So don't be like, oh, my parents, man, they had a condo there. It's going to get blown away. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry about your luck. I mean, don't make me try to feel sorry for you when I'm down here living in a single wide on a creek down here, and you're worried about your freaking condo in Gulf Shores. Get out of here. Not me. We're going to be accused of being insensitive. No, I don't care. That's the truth. When you buy something in a floodplain, or where you know you, you know going in that a hurricane can hit any any summer, or fall, you know that. They name the damn things for a reason. It's not like they just pop up. I mean, the freaking things are named like a pet, and you hear about them for two or three weeks, and and then that's it. And then they're, oh, we're sending water down there, and all. And look, I'm sorry, I'm, I've been through one, so don't come at me like I'm some asshole, because I, I've been through it, I've lived through it. Yes, I had to evacuate. Yes, my condo got four foot of surge in it. Yes, I get it. So yeah, I, I, I mean, I know it sucks, it's, but it's you live there, you know it can happen. Period. So the beaches repair themselves. You know, you got to fix all your stuff. So I mean, it's just part of it. I don't know how else to say it. And I'm sure JJ Watt will have everybody in the Bahamas with full water and everything they need, but. I just can't sit here and, and feel sorry for people if they don't evacuate. 
And I, I know Katrina was bad. I don't remember them as kids over-dramatizing the way they do now in the news and the I web. Like, no, they did. I don't think they did either, but I don't know if we watched this. We didn't have access to it as much either. The The best is when they got floodwaters somewhere, and you know you know what I'm talking about. The, some, some reporter's in a john boat, and then you see two people walk by with knee boots, and it's not even over their ankles. And she's like, it's terrible here. It's raining so hard, it's not supposed to quit for three days. And she's in ankle-deep water in an aluminum boat with a paddle in a raincoat. <laughs> and then they show like, well, I forgot it. I think it was the Weather Channel, but like a couple of years ago, one of those storms, I think it was the North Carolina one. But anyway, one of the hurricanes a couple of years ago, they showed the guy, and he was like leaning into the wind, you know, like just acting like it was going to blow him just straight off his feet. And there were two kids swimming behind him in the in the ocean. They were out there playing in the waves behind him. And they were like, they cut away from him real quick. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's brutal. So, anyway, I, I probably should have hey, for something. I, 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 I was a little disappointed in our friend, Crower, this weekend when that picture popped up and with his hat on backwards. Well, I mean, the guy wears the Jones hat hunting. So, what do you expect? You think, like, I mean, do you think he's like GQ? Do you think do you think he actually like? I mean, are we are we gonna rate Patrick's fashion on a on a one to ten scale, or are we just gonna pretend like that everything's fine? He makes See, a lot I, of us I, for we, drinking that. We we've talked about me, this on the podcast before about when it's legal for a white guy to put his hat on backwards. One, if you're in a high-velocity wind situation, two, you're getting ready to fight, and three, if you if you are arm wrestling, which Sylvester Stallone and over the top, you know that's how he turned his motor on. You remember that? That's how he turned his diesel right, engine yeah. on. That's the yeah. only three times a white guy can put his hat on backwards. Well, I mean it. Look, if you see me stumbling down the road doing the weekend at Bernie's and I have my hat on backwards, then that's probably the only way I know it's on my head, and I probably don't even know that it's on my head, okay? But if you're if you're voluntarily putting your hat on backwards to get, like, a good selfie for Snapchat, then, yeah, you're probably 17. And, and here's the other thing. What do, you, what do you call a hat with no netting? It's just all cloth? A hat? It's, see, I I think that it's no legal point that you can put one of those hat on hats on backwards. I don't think you can. I think it should be Dude, illegal. Rocky, he, he wears a Jones hat for God's sakes. You can't wear a Jones hat like that and not expect to get ridiculed by people like me. Like I like look, if it's that comfortable and your ears get that cold, he was hunting in like it was like freaking September thirtieth or something. He wasn't even cold, and he was wearing, like, some Drake 4-in-1 and a Jones hat and all this and said his ears were cold. It was, like, 56 degrees. They were shooting till. <laughs> Come at me in February when it's actually cold, like, after duck season. Then let me see you wearing your Jones hat because you'll need it then because it'll be cold as a mother in January. I mean, in February. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be 65 degrees all duck season. February hits. It snows 14 inches, and the average temperature is 23. We we spend a lot of time on Tennessee, 
but we we didn't cover one important topic when we were talking about Tennessee, and that was Presley. Is he okay? Yeah, <laughs> he, <laughs> he's okay, but but uh, I was I was worried about him. I had to put a little, I had to kind of you know send him a little message, make sure everything was okay. But uh, I don't I don't know. We'll have to <laughs> you're gonna have to check on him, I guess. I don't know. I I don't know at this point what fan base is okay. Besides LSU and Bama. And Spence is a Memphis fan. Did he rub it in? Yes. And then not only did he rub it in, then he texted me and asked me to get him tickets for the next game after he talked shit to me for four days. (laughs) And I didn't didn't respond to his text because I was doing something or wasn't, didn't, I don't know what I was doing, but I didn't respond. And so he texted me back this morning and was like, no, I was serious. I was like, oh, I know. I I completely understand that you're being serious. (laughs) It can't be that difficult to get a Memphis ticket. Man, I I don't know. They're, They're the best team in Tennessee by far. All right, hey, before we go, what's your what is the Greesom guarantee for this upcoming weekend? I hate to say it, but it's Bama first quarter, first half. Outside, of, outside I, I, of that one, the usual pick. What what is your pick for this weekend? For Ole Miss? No, no, just you know it's going to happen. You got the feeling in your gut. Any game. Any spread? Uh, I'm trying to think of who plays this week. There's a lot of wacko games. LSU and Texas, Ole Miss and Arkansas. LSU is going to beat Texas. You can count on that. I don't know what the score is going to be, and I don't know if they'll cover, but they're going to they're going to beat Texas. Oh, oh, the Lucky Loggerson lock of the week is BYU plus three and a half. At Tennessee. Over Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously. Tennessee may win by one. They are not going to beat BYU by four points. There's no way. BYU is too disciplined. They, I, There's no way. It's going to – there's no way. So, go ahead and bet on uh, BYU whatever you do, especially before the line moves. It's liable to be a pick at game time. Jesse just – he just let a tear go. Well – I'm just telling you that they're, you know, they're in trouble. It's not something you can fix overnight. Like this isn't like this isn't like super gluing your your grandma's porcelain doll. You know, your kid dropped back together. This is this is this is a jigsaw puzzle with seventy five thousand pieces. Well, Rob, I enjoyed it, man. Sorry we had to cut it short and do it late on Tuesday, but. Anyway, I've been in the Mississippi Delta at a funeral, but Rob, I've really had a good time. We want to thank all of you that listened to this edition of the End of the Line podcast, powered by DuckSouth.com.